can pray for you, mm -hmm. you can pray together. Maybe you've heard of a situation mm -hmm. with a family member or a friend that you both know, or, you know, mm -hmm. families that you do know, couples and things. Mm -hmm. And just say, you know, mm -hmm. please, will you pray with me? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, it is difficult, you know, especially if you're married to an unbeliever. Because mm. the Bible does say, Mm -hmm. that we, sh we should marry to one that is a Christian and not an unmarried. Mm -hmm. But some of us do. Mm -hmm. And we've just got to pray and believe that mm -hmm. in that situation, mm -hmm. God will do what he wants to do with mm -hmm. your husband. Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. are not that person mm -hmm. that's going to, you yeah. cannot save him. Right. Only right. God can. Right. We're not the and Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. it's, it's your behavior, mm -hmm. um, what you do often, mm -hmm. the walk you walk mm -hmm. is the talk that you walk. Mm -hmm. And many mm -hmm. times that can impact mm -hmm. just that consistency, yes. you know, of yes. being a loving wife, loving the children, mm -hmm. praying for your husband, you know, mm -hmm. trying to be involved, trying to get him involved mm -hmm. with just simple mm -hmm. little things. Yes, you yes. Know? yes. Maybe say, okay, well, let's go through passage in the bible mm. and what does he think about it and you mm -hmm. know to get those kind of things yes. but just be encouraging yes. all the time and uplifting yeah and things yes. like that yeah. yes if you see something yes. that he does good in the day just to say wow well done you know mm. i know sister that's you know things mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. being encouraging mm -hmm. and affirming mm -hmm. rather than being critical yeah. or demanding um yeah and i i think that what the word that you used about being controlling is so key mm. uh, about how that affects our perspective mm. toward our husbands, right? Because we, if we're being controlling, um, it's difficult to encourage in a way without grabbing hold of the mm. situation because mm. you can say, I want to pray with you, but then you can suddenly feel resentful that why am I the one who has to say, mm -hmm. can we pray together, mm -hmm. right? But mm -hmm. that shows that I'm being controlling of the situation in the first place, but can I just let go of that, right? Mm -hmm. No matter what the response might mm -hmm. be. Mm -hmm. And, and if, the, mm -hmm. if you go to your husband and you say, oh, please, you know, mm -hmm. I've got a headache, will mm -hmm. you pray for me? And he said, what do you want me to pray for? Mm -hmm. Then you just say, no, it's okay. I just thought you might be able to pray. And mm -hmm. then you just go and you'll pray for yourself. Mm. you know and pray mm. for your husband at the same time but mm. continue be persistent mm. mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. persistent i mm -hmm. even think of george's parents my in-laws mm -hmm. i mean he was a they were married for 55 years i think before he passed mm -hmm. and um of that 55 years 40 years he was an alcoholic mm. and you know verbally abusive and mm. things like that but she just persisted mm. she persisted on praying she persisted on doing it she persisted on mm. being there mm -hmm. you know so mm -hmm. he never physically abused her or anything like that um but she just persisted and persevered all wow. over all the years and then you know in the later part of his life um he came to know christ so the last 15 years were amazing wow. and you know yeah. just her faithfulness Praying, 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 and knew that, you know, knowing that God was going to have a breakthrough. And amazing. Yeah. Yes. So it is like that. Yes. You know, so yes. one thing you can do that. Uh -huh. But I think also in whatever 
marriage, whether it's a Christian marriage or whether you're married to a non-Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, George and I, if there is a situation where the wife is being abused, mm-hmm. whether you know physically abused, the wife and the children are being battered by the husband, mm-hmm. we will make a difference. We will go in. We will interfere. Mm-hmm. We will say we will help pack your bags and go. Mm-hmm. Until yeah. there can be reconciliation, mm-hmm. until the, you know, the, the husband can get counselling, because okay. we do not believe that, you know, when you see something like that, mm-hmm. when the husband is beating the wife and the children, and you just say, oh, it's all right, tomorrow mm-hmm. it will be better. No, mm-hmm. tomorrow it won't be better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but to remove mm-hmm. the wife and the children out of the situation, yeah. to help the husband, and mm-hmm. then to reconcile. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yes. you know, it's good. It's not that. acceptable. Yeah. Right. Right. And yeah. I think also we have this, that if I find out that somebody's wife um, is cheating on her husband, say somebody that I know and they're cheating on the husband, um, to talk about it, you know. Or if you know that the husband is cheating, to say, bring it out, you know, bring it out in the open. Because to live with all of that, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. just such a, it's a huge struggle and it's a heaviness. Yes. And it just causes so much more hurt. Right. Yeah. Right. In the end. And that's what yes. Satan wants, yeah. it to be hidden and yeah. not brought to the light. Yeah. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what's needed for mm-hmm. healing. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, you mentioned about uh, the way that we speak. And um, I think... Our tones are so important, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And just like Sarah here obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, meaning, um, again, not a slavish, servile kind of thing, but in a respectful manner of treating her husband. And I was wondering if you could um, touch on that a little bit of how can we especially if it's something, let's say, if it's a sensitive topic, if you're bringing up or a difficult topic that you might bring up, how can you do so in a way that is respectful mm-hmm. and honoring of our husband as the head of the household? Again, not being critical and demanding. Mm-hmm. And how can we die to that type of right or privilege we might mistakenly think that we have, mm-hmm. right? You better make things right mm-hmm. or being demanding in that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think again, you know, we seriously, she called Abraham Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's not what we call our husbands, mm-hmm. it's what is in your heart. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing. What is in your heart? Mm-hmm. Is it revenge? Is it bitterness? Is it anger? But is it loving and caring? Mm-hmm. Is it controlling or not controlling? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we want to respect, like you say, and you know, want to do all these things, but we don't think we're controlling. Yes. But in our hearts, what's in our hearts? Because many times what's in the heart mm-hmm. comes out of the, <laughs> the mouth. Yes. You know, yes. so I think there's not always this and that solution, but mm-hmm. to check our hearts, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and at times it's not easy, mm-hmm. but how to do that, 
and how to be yes you can still laugh and you can still be joyful you know mm -hmm. and um sometimes it's loud laughter and things like that yes yes but that doesn't mean it's being disrespectful it's how you do it yes in the manner that you speak your attitude your mm -hmm. um you know those kind of things mm -hmm. um that could be not who you are per se, mm -hmm. but it just comes out that way mm -hmm. because there's this going around. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. we say in Africa, it's your washing machine. That's going, <laughs> yes. You know, it's yes. too much. And then something gets washed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, yeah. And again, just to remember that mm -hmm. in this all, that your husband is that warrior and we are the helpers, mm -hmm. you know. And if you mm -hmm. understand that we, we work parallel with each other, we are, he mm -hmm. serves us, we serve them. And mm -hmm. how we do it. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and I mean, it's the same thing. He's, he's loud, loud and boisterous and his attitude and points a finger at you or, you know, is abusive in that way. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. How do we feel? You know, mm -hmm. but, yeah, and for mm -hmm. him also, he needs to treat us like Jesus treated the church. Right. You yes. Know? Yes. So, and how do we treat him? Right. Yeah. Right. So I don't know if that helps. Yeah, yeah. And I think that goes hand in hand with um, the question of, okay, the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, mm -hmm. it's a, the hidden person of the heart. We're hidden with Christ, but yet it's our adorning, Peter says. Mm -hmm. That's what is actually externally shown, mm -hmm. what is hidden in the gentle and quiet spirit of our hearts. And it's very precious in God's sight. So... What, what does that mean? And how can we cultivate a gentle and quiet spirit? Doesn't mean that, you know, I can't laugh super loud. And um, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Definitely, definitely not. Um, <laughs> you know, and again, you know, as I said just now, having that quiet, gentle spirit is mm -hmm. um, something that is respectful. You know, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that I come in and you just sh and go and sit in the corner mm -hmm. and keep quiet. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that it's a quiet, gentle spirit. Um, yeah. A quiet, gentle spirit can still laugh loud, mm -hmm. but how do you laugh loud? Mm -hmm. You know, you mm -hmm. can still have fun and joy, mm -hmm. and you can have that inner beauty. You can, um, you know, look after yourself and just mm -hmm. watch um, what, not harsh words and, you know, those mm -hmm. kind of things. So mm -hmm. if you're harsh and if you are angry and if you are mm -hmm. um, loud in the wrong way, mm -hmm. you know, giving the wrong impression, mm -hmm. then that's difficult for the gentle spirit. So you can still laugh, you can still mm -hmm. have fun. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. in the gentle, being gentle spirited mm -hmm. is a way of encouraging, mm -hmm. of honoring your husband, mm -hmm. um, of making him feel welcome and appreciated mm -hmm. you know whether you're on your own or whether you're in company mm -hmm. um, that he doesn't feel embarrassed by your actions mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. those kind of mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. i don't know if that yes answers yes. a little bit of your yeah. question no that is great so i don't know if anybody's got yes uh let me just check here um yes carolyn did say radar mm -hmm. um and um, 
Okay, I think we might have answered this question already. How would you encourage women whose husband is not a believer or is a believer, but mm -hmm. not really spiritually leading the family? What can <clears throat> the woman do in these situations to be still complimenting and submissive? That's a great question. Um, I think we might have answered. Yeah, Maybe, yeah. Terry, if you don't mind uh, um, unmuting anybody who might have questions for Carolyn. We'd love to be able to discuss, just open it up. Feel free to unmute yourself. Feel free to unmute yourself. Mm -hmm. I'll share. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh -huh. Hi, Olivia. Yeah. Hi. Um, well, I guess I just, I just, I don't really have a question as much as um, it's, it's such a good reminder to hear um, about Sarah. And it's such a reminder of how I'm so not like Sarah. And um, I think that for me, it's, it's, um, yeah, I keep, I keep, I mean, I'm just sharing, you know, like my experience and my encouragement, my conviction, just in case anybody else feels that way. But yeah, I just, uh, I have this, I don't know, like I'm, I'm entitled to be, have this husband who just fits every thing that I've been looking for. He has to be the spiritual leader. He has to be the financial provider. He has to be just mature and perfect and good with the kids. And, you know, because I am, so he should be right. And so anyway, I, I have all these expectations, which I didn't realize, you know, um, but it just, it, it just comes out, right. It comes out and I start seeing it and I'm thinking, um, the things that he needs from me, which is just encouragement. It's just an affirmation, just that kind of love. And then immediately I'm thinking, why do you need that? Why, why do I have to work extra hard to give you this encouragement? I married a Christian so that you could be the spiritual leader and that you don't need me to do it. I have plenty of other things to pray about and other people to pray about. So then I start feeling like this, um, I don't know what what is that word where I just kind of feel like well well why should I have to do that so you need to step it up more and um, anyway the, these are things that I realize are wrong I know it's so wrong and I know that's what he needs and and it seems so simple and I don't know why I can't seem to give that to him I could give it to other people no problem people that I don't see on a regular basis because you know I'm like it's easier, but because I have to see him every day and I'm thinking, oh, great. Now, do I have to give another type of encouragement or support? Like how much more do I need to do? And it's, it's so wrong, right? It's so sinful and it's like selfishness. It's, it's entitlement. And, um, but I'm just saying that I'm very encouraged by what you're sharing and I'm very convicted and reminded of um, being that wife that is, gentle and loving and supportive and helpful and um you know i try to lift him up sometimes but 
while I'm doing it, I'm like, I have to like, you know, like beat them up while I do it. Cause it's like, nothing should be that easy. You know, I just, I want to lift you up, but I also want to like kind of punch you while I'm doing it. <laughs> I can't go to specifics, but you know, it's, it's just, it's my personal sin. It's definitely a struggle. Um, as a Christian wife and I mean, he is a Christian too, but, and I, and it's just, thank you. I wanted to say it's so encouraging to hear very convicting and um, I definitely want to change and I want to work on that personally. I think um, Olivia, you know, it's with all of us that are married, you know, we do struggle at first and some of us find it easy to, encourage and others find it more difficult but I think what I want to encourage you and I think what I also had to learn to do you know mm -hmm. in encouraging George and honoring George and things and how do I do it and is it every day mm. it doesn't have to be every day you know and just saying oh you look good today makes the world of difference mm. you know or had a haircut notice that you he's had a haircut <laughs> and say, oh, I see you had a haircut today, you know, um, those simple little things. Or, you know, if he buys you a chocolate um, or something like that, uh, even if you don't like it or it's not your choice of the day, but just to acknowledge that he's bought you a gift, you know, and be very mm. grateful for it and thankful for it. You mm. know, so it's those simple things in life, simple things mm. in your marriage um, that when you appreciate them, Mm -hmm. And you show your husband, you, you tell your husband, you know, um, that is such a thing. Go up to him and just say, I feel like a hug. Give me a hug, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, or sit next to him on the couch and hold his hand, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's the simple little things, mm -hmm. uh, plus the bigger things, of course. But pray, 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 pray. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think also just part of that, I don't know if, Anybody was going to ask any of these kind of questions, but I think being controlling, um, you know, where you want to, like you were saying, you want to control. He should be the house. He should be the head of the home. He is a Christian. Why is he not doing this? And I think many times, um, us as women, we want to take that role and we want to be controlling. Mm -hmm. And I think whether it's a cultural or, you know, being brought up that way where your mum may have been a controlling figure or the more dominating figure than your dad, mm. um, you know, and to be able now in this generation with us mm -hmm. to be able to break that bondage, mm -hmm. you know, so that you don't feel you have to push and pull and control everything and why is he not doing this and Mm -hmm. I need this done and I need that done and, you know, mm -hmm. that kind mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's what you've learned from your mom. Mm -hmm. And that's why you can see yourself doing it, mm -hmm. but you mm -hmm. can break that bondage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can say so far and no further. Because just remember, if you have daughters, they're going to copy what you do. Mm -hmm. And do you really want them to be like you? Or do you want them to be like Jesus wants them to be, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and to break that bondage of control mm -hmm. and to allow the Holy Spirit to mm -hmm. minister, mm -hmm. you know, into your life and say, I do not want to control this situation, mm -hmm. you know, and 
allowing your daughter, if you've got daughters, or even your sons, because how are they going to be with their wives, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and if they see mom and dad taking their rightful roles, mm -hmm. if they see dad, even mom has been controlling and dad has been passive, mm -hmm. um, for mom to calm down and to say, okay, I'm here just to encourage dad, to build dad up. Mm -hmm. he, your son will do that with his wife one day, mm -hmm. you know? And your daughter will marry and she won't be that controlling person. Mm -hmm. And then you'll have the right place of the husband, her husband mm -hmm. treating her well mm -hmm. and she being the helper, serving along mm -hmm. and things like that. Mm -hmm. So you can break that bondage. Yes, yes. You know? Do you think that um, our sense of wanting to control things comes from what Peter is talking about here about not fearing anything that is frightening. Like, do you think that control is related with our fearfulness? Because we're scared that something is going to happen, go a certain way that we don't want it to go. So therefore, I'm going to jump on it and, you know, make sure it doesn't go that way and be controlling. I'm wondering if there's any connection with that. And that is why hoping in God ultimately frees us, mm. right, and breaks that bondage of wanting to fearfully control things. I, I know for myself, when I, I react in certain ways, um, whether it's anger or um, just anxiety, mm -hmm. it, it does, and, and I want to take a hold of it. That really does come from fear for myself. And so I, I see how Sarah, she was an amazing woman of faith in that. Mm -hmm. She was able to hope ultimately in the Lord, even when Abraham mm -hmm. actually at times was not treating her well, right? Mm -hmm. But still she entrusted herself ultimately mm -hmm. to say the Lord is in control, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it is that trust, mm -hmm. you know, that trust and that mm -hmm. faithfulness mm -hmm. that you've been brought together, mm -hmm that you shared your vows to each other mm -hmm. and that God will ordain mm -hmm. your marriage and take you step by step. Mm -hmm. Yes, marriage is not a bed of roses. It, you know, it does have its ups and downs. Mm -hmm. um, you do disagree, you do argue and things like that, but how do you communicate? Mm -hmm. How do you listen well? And I think sometimes, you know, we would want to control the situation because we feel maybe our husbands haven't heard us. But how do we communicate, you know? Mm -hmm. um, take time to listen to each other. That is so important, to hear what each other is saying and not just assume or presume. Mm -hmm. And I think that will help, you know, where it's not really out of fear because it won't be done or he's not going to do it. Yeah. I think it's, the trust you know you've got to trust and you know even as um there may be fearful moments you know where you fear ring mm -hmm. and then you say no but it's a lamp unto my feet so god shows us our footsteps mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. getting to the end mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. he doesn't put the torch ahead and say oh there you've got to go never mind what's happening down here mm -hmm. So even though you may fear what he's saying, but I am mm -hmm. a lamp unto your feet, mm -hmm. and he will show you the path mm -hmm. that you must go. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. mustn't force the issue. You mm-hmm. look for the daughter. Uh, yes, you know, yes. We want to love that outcome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So a big thing is just being mm-hmm. committed, being faithful, and trusting. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody else? I don't know if that helps you a little bit, Olivia. That is a tough one. But, you know, again, the same thing is just to pray. And, you know, if he hasn't had a drink or anything like that, just to be able to sit with him, you know, try and communicate with him, you know, just say, when you have a drink, I don't feel comfortable buying alcohol, but if you want to have a drink, then, you know, you must buy it. Um, But also just communicating and saying, yes, you know, you want to drink. Why do you want to drink? What does it do for you? Is there something in me as your wife that um, the alcohol is taking that place? You know, um, you may get shouted at um, or just Mm. mind your own business. But just to continue, you know, to love on him. The best thing is to love on him, to pray for him um, and just say that, you know, you just feel, be, be honest and just say, you know, I really don't feel comfortable buying alcohol for you. Um, and yeah, that was the same for my mom-in-law and, you know, then my father-in-law would just go and buy it anyway. Um, but she still sat next to him when he had his drinks and, you know, prayed for, Mm. for him. Mm. And when he either passed out or slept at night, she would pray over him Mm. and yeah, you know, Mm. just still wanted to be that Mm. comfort and Mm. for him to know that she was there. And I think as long as he knows that you are there. Mm. That you still love him and you still care for him, mm. um, even though he may get upset, um, you know, and want you to do that. Just you know, to communicate slowly and carefully, and know that he's you still love him, and you know those kind of things. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. What are other people's comments? I think Nelly, oh, Nelly wants yes. to say something. Mm-hmm. I wanted to piggyback off of what Olivia was saying. And I really, um, I totally resonate with her in terms of like, you have this inordinate desire and entitled feeling that your husband has to um, check off all the boxes, you know, be the provider, be the spiritual leader, be the great husband, kind and loving husband and doting husband and, and great father to the kids and and I totally fall into that trap. And, and I think a lot of times um, he has the same list of things that and expectations that he wants to, from me. And we've come to recognize that we just have this inordinate desire and like a selfish focus of how we want these things to be um, fulfilled. And in just recent weeks, we've um, really come to see that just individually, we've become um, disobedient to the Lord and the word. And for me to constantly concentrate on my husband and what he does or doesn't do, it's, it goes to that controlling issue where I'm trying to control him, manipulate him to do what I want by nagging him or making comments or, you know, trying to be behavioral modification life to him. Mm-hmm. And so lately I just turned to the word and it's so wonderful that we're reading First Peter and I meditate on this and I wonder how I am not obeying the Lord 
you know, I, I definitely am not respectful. I talk back. I'm not pure conduct. I um, correct him constantly in front of the kids. And so I've had to write. I, for me, writing is like uh, a way for me to process. So I've been writing down what I've been doing that's disobedient. And because I want to put those things off. And then I've been praying over Lord, show me how I can walk in the spirit and, um, and be of pure and respectful conduct to my husband, because I have no clue <laughs> how to do it. And um, God has been so faithful. I mean, um, I've seen small changes um, in myself and, and in the way Scott responds to me and vice versa. And um, yeah, I just want to encourage like everyone, you have to examine yourself first before the Lord before, because I'm, I'm totally the first person to point at Scott constantly. I mean, anyone who's a good friend of mine knows how much I complain about Scott. Um, and I never complain about myself because obviously I'm so perfect. <laughs> um, but when you examine yourself before the word, I mean, oh my gosh, you cannot help but confess your sin and then ask the Lord to show you what it means to walk in the, in the spirit and not in the flesh. Um, so uh, thank you. So encouraged just that we're, um, Carolyn, as you're talking about what we need to do as wives, I hear you. Like you're asking us to be obedient to the Lord and to, um, you know, walk in the fruits of the spirit, love, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness. And if we keep our eyes on those things, it becomes easier to, uh, if we concentrate on the word and what God has asked us to do, it becomes easier to love our husbands in that way. If I'm constantly concentrated on my own thoughts and how he's not doing, my husband's not doing what I want, it just gets worse <laughs> and worse. And for me, bitterness and resentment is like super easy to pile on. Yeah, and that you don't want yeah. because that takes so much longer to deal with. Mm. You know, that um, admitting where you feel you've gone wrong is an awesome step, mm. you know, to know that there is. So when something comes up, you will be able to stop yourself and think twice, mm. um, you know, or turn around and go the other direction uh, before there is a situation. Mm. Yeah. And I think also, um, yeah, George just rem uh, reminded me in Ephesians 5, I think it's verse 21 or 21 to 26, somewhere around there, where it mm -hmm. says there that um, husbands and wives must submit to each other. Mm -hmm. You know, so the one doesn't control the other. Mm -hmm. They walk together, mm -hmm. you know. And, um, but, yeah, once you know that and you are aware of it, mm -hmm. then it's so much easier to, to overcome it. Because your husband will see it too, you know, and he will feel it. He will hear it in your tone of voice. Mm. And, yeah, he will just appreciate you. You can see that you are making the difference, mm. you know. Mm. And, yeah, thanks for sharing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We do have a question. Oh, go ahead, Chongju. Why should go ahead? Oh, yeah, yeah Carolyn, can you hear me? Um, I was wondering, I'm sure um, you guys were always very busy, like especially even when you had young kids, you, were, you went back to Bible school, you know, you were studying nursing and you have a number of children. Um, how, and even now, like George travels a lot, right? Um, how, like, are, can you share some practical ways or what have you done to kind of 
um, spend, make sure that you have that time for one another or to connect and prioritize, I guess, your marriage? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, with George and I and the calling that we've had, um, it's been a calling for both of us, number one, um, knowing that we have been called mm -hmm. and where we've been called to. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, going as we have prayed together, knowing that George is the one that needs to be out mm -hmm. and giving me the ability in knowing that, that um, I have the trust that I can, yeah, that George will go, he will go and do what God wants him to do, mm -hmm. and I will be at home, mm -hmm. and that he will give each of us the strength to be able to do what we need to do. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, you know, praying for one another, whether we um, are at a distance, we pray for each other, mm -hmm. um, we send encouraging messages, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, just finding out how the how the day has been, mm -hmm. um, you know, on both sides. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, just to, you know, even for George, he's in the communities and things like that, and hearing his stories, you know, because so much, he sees so much and experiences so much, and mm -hmm. I don't see it and experience it, but to try and encourage and um, just to pray with him or, you know, to laugh, have jokes, you know, those mm -hmm. kind of things with one another. Mm -hmm. And then when he's back, um, just to have that time. So where we do pray together, um, you know, read a book together, or mm -hmm. he'll read our lesson. Um, and, mm -hmm. you know, those kind of things. Go for a lunch or a coffee or, you know, do those extra special things. Sit alone and watch a series on the TV mm -hmm. or on the computer. You know, just building on our relationship mm. with one another. Mm. So I don't know if that answers your question. Mm. Thank you. I think too, um, the, the two of you, um, like you said, you know the Lord's calling on your lives. Mm. So it's not just about each other, but it's about the fact that God has called you to serve mm. his kingdom in a particular way. And it's very outward oriented too, right? Mm -hmm. Both of you are loving and serving one another for God's purpose. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that that really keeps you going as well, right? Because like you said, you're certain of, of God's call on your life. That's, that's bigger and greater than even your marriage, mm -hmm. right? So you're bigger, you're part mm -hmm. of something that's greater mm -hmm. that God wants to do. And I think that that definitely bonds you together, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, marriage as well, you mm -hmm. must know, it's a triangle. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Jesus is the center, mm -hmm. and the two of you are at the other ends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as you mm -hmm. come together, he's there. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And of course, remembering and being reminded continually mm -hmm. that he is the warrior, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. you are the helper, you yes. are the radar. Yes. But yet, you submit to each other, you serve each other. Yes, yes, yeah. that's a beautiful thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm going to read this question out loud. It says, you mentioned that women have specific roles. Do you think that it would not be wise to take on 
a demanding leadership role as a wife, such as a politician, etc.? That's a good question. Question. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think it's wise? Would it not be wise? Um, yeah, you can still, as a wife, you can have a demanding leadership role, um, even as a politician. I mean, there are many women that are politicians. They are leaders. They, mm -hmm. you know, in different aspects. In a business, you could be a CEO. Mm -hmm. um, but that should not take over the role in your house. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you may be lead a country. How many women presidents do we have? Mm -hmm. She leads a country. But yet at home, she doesn't lead her husband. Her husband leads her. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. I think that's the difference. You know, not to confuse mm -hmm. your marriage with the workplace or being a leader in the workplace. Mm -hmm. So you can still be a politician. You can still be a CEO. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Women don't have to stay at home and just bring up the children and wash the dishes. Um, we can do those things. We can be in those positions. Mm -hmm. But how are we at home? Mm -hmm. And if you're going to bring the same kind of um, scenario of being in control and wanting to order everybody around mm -hmm. um, to your marriage, mm -hmm. that's when I would suggest don't be a politician. Mm -hmm. um, but if you can put the politician aside mm -hmm. and still come and serve under your husband and mm -hmm. be with your husband and mm -hmm. because he can see the the situation that you are in mm -hmm. you know it's difficult it's strong it's mm -hmm. you need to have that good face mm -hmm. and he will see he'll still be there he's the warrior for your family you know mm -hmm. he's the warrior for you mm -hmm. and he will come and he will encourage you and say look do this, do that, you know, those mm -hmm. kind of things. So mm -hmm. I hope that answers that question or yeah. helps a little bit. Mm -hmm. I don't know all these answers. <laughs> um, yeah, that was very helpful. Thank you. And there's another question going back to <clears throat> Teresa's question and Carolyn's answer about praying and being patient. What if the husband's sin affects the children? Don't we have a role and responsibility to protect them? You touched on this a little bit when uh, we were talking about abuse of the wife. Mm -hmm. um, so do we have a role and responsibility to protect the children from the husband's sin? I mean, it's always good to protect the children. Mm -hmm. But in protecting them, you mustn't idolize them. Mm. And yeah, if your husband is drinking and getting drunk, then you need to protect the children. You know, you can encourage them, um, you know, just to say that it's not right, it's not the right thing to do. Um, let's pray for daddy, um, you know, and encourage the children to be mm -hmm. prayerful. Mm -hmm. um, but still, not to make them frightened of their father. They mm -hmm. need to still, um, you know, love their father. Even though, if he's physically abusing them, of course, we need to take um, action. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, just to, mm -hmm. yeah, to pray, to understand, to be there with the mom mm -hmm. um, and to pray for the father. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is difficult. It's very difficult yeah. because you don't want to see, especially if the dad is drinking and abusing the mom, mm -hmm. um, you know, then it's you know, a difficult, a different situation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you.
Um, does anybody else have any questions? We're already at 9.07, so I'm or thinking... Any, any answers to questions that were asked me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. We can open it up for discussion, definitely. Anybody else want to share? It doesn't have to be just questions. We really appreciate um, your sharing. Uh, Olivia and Nellie, uh, just how God's been working in your marriages and, and what he's been showing you too, definitely. So thank you so much for sharing. Anybody else wants to? Hi. Hi. So if no one has a question, I have a, I have a um, question, I guess the question. Um, has there ever been a time, I'm sure this is not uh, true for George often, but has he ever made you so angry, so, so angry that, oh, is he sitting nearby? <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, I was wondering, I mean, I can't imagine him being like that. Well, I can't imagine him being like that, but I was just curious, um, you know, has there been times where he's just been so unreasonable or so angry where you felt like you did have to, you know, sort of put your foot down and say, no, it's going to have to go this way this time. Um, definitely. Uh, um, our marriage is definitely not please, perfect. Please share. <laughs> <laughs> I think all marriages, you know, yeah. if it was perfect, then we wouldn't be having this conversation. Mm. So I think, you know, marriage is one where you build on each other's ups and downs. And definitely there are times where, you know, he's made me so cross and because he hasn't, I felt that he hasn't heard what I'm saying and not doing what I want, you know, and that kind of thing. Um, but then realizing, you know, after a while, just saying, mm -mm, but it's not good. It's not, you know, good for me mm. to get so angry at him. Mm. Because when I've calmed down and the smoke has settled, and thought about why I was getting so angry with him mm -hmm. and why he's not doing what I say or suggest, then I realized that it could merely just be the communication. Hmm. Oh, yes. he wants to comment. Yes, George wants I, to I just, comment. I, hello, everyone. I just want to say I wasn't sitting here. I just came to fetch ice for my leg. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and, and as, as, as I arrived, you asked this question. <laughs> So I'm going to be very rude and jump in here and just say, you know, there's definitely been a number of times, we've been married for 37 years, yeah. and there's definitely been a number of times where Carolyn had to rebuke me. Um, I can even remember once where she called very close leaders, a husband and wife, to come and sit with her, and then she took me on in front of them because you and, and I, I loved that I appreciate it of course it wasn't comfortable mm -hmm. now here's the difference in the 37 years maybe Carolyn did it four times but those four times were critically important that she did it because I was off track mm -hmm. 
I lost my balance. Every time I was in a big crisis, um, I was too overwhelmed with things around me and I lost my perspective and I started um, losing the ability to hear Carolyn as my helper, as the one that I trust with my life. Because when she's a radar, it means I shoot in a blind without her. She helps me to identify the places where I need to fight. And so um, the times that she did it, it was um, in such a right way at the right time that it doesn't matter how angry or how off balance I was, I immediately heard her and appreciated her word. Even when she called somebody else in and she sat lovingly with them in front of me and she said, I want you guys to sit here as I want to speak to George about a situation that I think he's misreading and he's not he's not hearing my voice. Mm-hmm. Now that that might border on the line of um, doing dirty washing publicly or whatever, you know. <laughs> but I think there is definitely a place for that. Mm-hmm. And I want to encourage you that, but you can't do that every second Monday on, <laughs> on small things because yeah. when mm-hmm. a real wolf comes, right. your voice won't be heard. Yeah. And, so but I do believe there's a place for that. Yeah. Those are the mountains, huh? Yes. That and I'm, worth fighting. I'm leaving now again. Oh, okay. Okay, just to make sure that they've. <laughs> <laughs> he came in just at the right moment to help you, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> that was very helpful. Thank you so much, George. Yeah. No, it's, it's really great to hear because um, that's probably not something that you would share readily, but having yeah. George say yeah. that, that was very helpful. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Um, okay, here's a question. If your husband and you disagree over ways to parent mm-hmm. concerning their safety, for example, car seat safety, leaving them home alone when they're younger, etc., do you just submit and follow along with what your husband says and not argue? What if he's throwing the whole submit to your husband's argument to me in situations where I don't feel is good and safe for the kids? I think there it's communication. Um, you know, where you're looking at um, children staying at home, mm-hmm. our kids stayed at home, mm-hmm. um, looking at car seats. In South Africa, they're only bringing a rule in now that the back seat, we didn't even have seat belts in the back of our vehicles, mm. you know, at one stage. But the big thing is communication. Mm. You know, so even if the husband, if your husband is saying that, Sue, you've got to put straps, the seat belt on the child. The child has got to be in a car chair. And you just say, no, but what is that? Why? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So what? We're not going to be in an accident. We don't know what's going to happen in the next second. Mm-hmm. And then but just to say, but why do you feel, what's the urgency behind it? You know, mm-hmm. try again to understand all these things. Mm-hmm. Those questions that you asked me. Communication, communication, communication. Mm-hmm. Don't assume, don't presume mm-hmm. um you know he may he may have heard a story heard a story about mm-hmm. um a colleague at work and their child was at home with the sitter mm-hmm. and the sitter went to the store and came back and mm-hmm. something happened to the child mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um yeah. and maybe you i wasn't aware of it mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so you just don't know so i think mm-hmm. to get a bit more of a background and to communicate and say, okay, this, I know you're saying this, mm-hmm. um, 
I'm feeling like this. I know you're feeling like that. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. what do you think together will mm -hmm. be a good option? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. We will put the car seat on until the child is three. Um, and then we will take the car seat out and we'll use the safety belt. Mm -hmm. You know, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, leaving the kids at home and say, all right, in the world today, what is safe? Nothing mm -hmm. is safe. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And even allowing your children to go and visit or stay somewhere else. Mm. Do you get to know that family first? Because you just don't know, you sure. know, with abuse sure. and rape and, you mm. know, things going on in this world today, mm -hmm. especially if it's a girl child. Mm -hmm. I mean, boy child also gets sure. raped and things, sure. but, you know, but a big thing for me is communication, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and when you are soft and gentle and you just come and say, look, I'm really struggling with this. Yeah. It does break that, you know, type of thing. Right. Right. Because he's not expecting it from you. You know, yes. he's not expecting you to be soft and gentle and to come alongside and to understand his point of view. Mm. Mm. Um, and in trying to understand his point of view, you can yes. gently put yours in. Right. So that there can be an understanding right. between the two. Right. right. Um, as you bring up your children. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's helpful. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that um, we're coming to the end of our time together, if that's okay. Um, just check your yeah. Okay, good. And um, I just wanted to say that Carolyn is a wonderful counselor too, <laughs> and she's a wonderful listener. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, I to listen. yes, she is, she <laughs> really is, in many, many, as you can tell, lots of words of wisdom, so, um, you know, I, I know that she would welcome anybody reaching out to her to ask a question as well, so feel free to do that, mm -hmm. right, yeah, or you can chat over Zoom, or, or even meet for um, quick tea, maybe, I don't know, oh. anyway, so I just wanted to, yeah, um, just bless you all for just making, I think, your lives so open mm -hmm. and wanting to learn mm -hmm. together, right? Mm -hmm. All of us are in this together in following mm -hmm. the Lord and trying to learn how the Lord wants us to be in our marriages. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. thanks for being here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, thank you. And I just want to encourage each one of you. You know, it's really good that we can share as women. Mm -hmm. um, you know, find somebody that you can partner with and a, a girlfriend and walk away or group of ladies um and share what you're going through you know um no marriage is perfect we all have our ups and downs none of us are perfect um you know none of our husbands are perfect but we are in it together mm -hmm. and if you're going to keep it to yourself it's going to block you up it's going to cause resentment and mm -hmm. bitterness and all that kind of stuff and it's just going to be so much harder mm -hmm. for you when you allow to have your voice i mean the lid might just explode off the pot mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. everything's going to blow but if you have somebody that you can confide in or a group of ladies that you can confide in mm -hmm. do so 
do so. Nobody's going to laugh at you. Nobody's going to point a finger at you. Nobody's going to accuse you or anything. We are here together to stand with each other. Mm. And it's not, it's not the negative talk. It's mm. positive mm. to bring positive things into our marriages, not to run our husbands down mm. and to stamp them in the ground, mm. um, but to help each other. No matter, you know, if you're having a bad day or, you know, those kind of, there's lots of demands coming um, just to run to somebody and say, I'm hurting or I'm helping. Or, wow, you know, my husband did such an amazing thing. I got flowers today. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. those kind of things. You know, where mm -hmm. we encourage each other and we can also be here with each other. Mm -hmm. But thanks for your time. Yes. Um, Do you mind closing us? Sure. Just in prayer. Mm -hmm. All right, let's pray. Father, we just... Thank you that um, yeah, we can learn how to do marriage through your word. Mm, amen. And yeah, that we can learn to know that we are helpers. Mm. We are the radar. Mm -hmm. um, we run parallel with our husbands. Yes. We know our role and we serve one another. Mm. And yeah, I just pray, Father, that um, as we go from tonight on, for those where it is tough, Father, that you will mm. hear the prayers of your wives. Yes, Lord. Father, that you will answer them, that you will bring yes. peace in the situation. Mm. Um, yeah, where the kids are seeing things. Father, that you will blind their, their eyes, so to say. Mm. Father, that you will encourage them. Yes. Lord, that your um, spirit um, and just who you are will be evident mm -hmm. um, in our lives as women mm -hmm. and the way yes. that we talk, the way that mm -hmm. we behave, our attitudes, um, and even towards others around will just be so encouraging mm -hmm. um, to our husbands, mm -hmm. to our children, mm -hmm. and to yeah, the world out there, mm -hmm. that Jesus will be evident mm -hmm. in us all. Yeah. Um, he knows that we are not perfect. Um, we don't, we try to sin less, less and less, mm -hmm. but it's just through him that we are able. Mm -hmm. And we just thank you for that. I bless each one that has been um, on the Zoom this evening, that we've been able to see each other and chat with each other. Mm -hmm. Father, that you will give them a word of encouragement. Yes. Father, that they will feel that you are near them. And Father, that you'll encourage us, that we will be able to be the wives and the mums um, that you want us to be. Yes. Um, and that we will be the great helpers with our husbands. In yes. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Uh, just to let you know, um, George and Carolyn, they graciously um, offer their time once again uh, next Wednesday to talk about parenting. So there's going to be um, a Zoom conference about that. Uh, next Wednesday's devotion. So just to let you know. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Good to see you all. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye.